Hello, Shamai. Welcome to the Run Wales podcast, a podcast to hopefully inspire, encourage and support social running. You don't have to be a runner to listen to this. In fact, the whole series has been tailored to get people out running. But in the same breath, it'll hopefully be an exciting listen if you're already out there. Don't forget to follow us on our socials at Iron Wales. And if you're looking for a running group or more information, do pop by our website, which is also at Iron Wales. Happy running! Excuse the on the go for this intro, but I thought it was quite fitting because this week me and Chris are joined by Sue from Vale Runners to talk all about the Chog initiative, which is basically a jog and a chat. It's really interesting. Have a listen. Hello and welcome to the Run Wales podcast. I'm Chris Moss and I'm joined by Hannah. Hannah, how are you? Hello, you okay? Not too bad. What have you been up to? Um, running. Mindful running. Excellent. It's a new thing. Apart, well, it's not a new thing, but that's what I've been doing. So I'm calmer this week. I noticed that. Yeah, I, I thought you that. might. Everything's chilled out. Yeah, yeah, it's an aura. So here we are again. Yes. Who have we got with us this week? Today we have Sue from Vale Runners. Thanks for... Oh, selfie Queen. Dave Sinclair told me to call you the yeah, Selfie Queen. Selfie Queen, yeah. So He's we've... the Selfie King in fairness. <laughs> he is the Selfie King. Right. So we've got Sue from Vale Runners here to talk about chogs. Yes. And I, I noticed... <laughs> I said that a bit awkwardly then. Chogs. <laughs> I noticed you didn't say my surname either. I, I purposely didn't because <laughs> I'm not quite sure how you pr- pronounce it. So you have to pretend you're sneezing. And it's Gershenson. 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 I wouldn't have said Gersh, am I? As in my... Lots that's why I didn't... Gershenson. Ah. Uh, so it's Scandinavian, I think. You, are, you from hus- that part, are you from that part of the world? No, not at all. Where I'm are you from, from? I'm Barry. Oh, it's posh, yeah. Barry born, Barry bred. But my husband is from Pontlotting. <laughs> oh, what, by me? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Pontlotting are the biggest sheep I ever saw once. <laughs> I know that's this a, is going rapidly my off. My husband told me that. <laughs> This is going rapidly off course, so um, I'm just going to say, where I I came in and awkwardly said chog, um, basically, Chris, Vale Runners have come up with an initiative that we shared on our social media channels a couple of weeks ago, um, where the girls go for a chat and a run. Am I right? Chat and a jog, surely. A jog. That's what it is. It's a chat and a jog. Even even I got that. Sorry, yeah. sorry. I was, I've got the sheep in my head now. Exactly. Sorry, it's all gone. <laughs> the mindfulness is out the window the lot. Right, so tell us a bit about that. <laughs> Okie dokie. So chog is a chat and a jog. So I think that in the running world, lots of people don't like to use the word jog. They get a bit precious about it. And then, oh no, we're not joggers, we're runners. Yeah. Um, and that's why the emphasis is on jog for this. It's not a run. It's not an official session that goes out with fail runners and you know it's 5k or 10k and it's up this hill and down that hill and you know you have to run the whole thing it's about jogging it's about slowing it down it's about getting people um back into running yeah um or even new people into running so it's about slowing it right down it's about jogging literally jogging what we do is we do about a 5k jog and every kilometre we stop and we regroup, we chat all the way while we're jogging. Yeah. But at the kilometre mark, we stop, we regroup, we take loads of photos because I'm a selfie queen. Yeah. Um, and usually, it sounds a bit weird, but we swap partners 
and then we carry on for the next kilometer and we do the same again and that kind of swapping partners as well gets people running with people they wouldn't normally run with yeah so you know you get your speedy crew who when they go to a session they will go and yeah. do their utmost they'll do their optimum but this is about jogging and running and talking chatting yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's more on the social side of things more every, so everybody's social. just getting to know each other pace is not really important i know so is you know you said some of the faster runners or some of the, some of them want to go a bit quicker but i guess if you're mixing it up a little bit the, the, the emphasis isn't really on the pace yeah absolutely some of the faster runners will come and they'll run with people who they normally don't run with that's the whole point of it it's just about talking about being together and um, Sorry, I know you haven't asked me, but I'm just going to say anyway. The whole <laughs> yeah. point of me putting it together was... That's on the next list. Oh, sorry. How did it start? No, you I'm crack jumping. on. Brilliant. Um, it's just because I work from home. Yeah. Um, and I work for Slamai, and we've met in that capacity yeah, we have. before. Um, and I've been working from home since the beginning of the pandemic. And I'm st- starting to go a little bit, you know, stir crazy. I'm at home. It's just me and the cats. Yeah. I don't know whether you knew that about me, Chris. I'm, it's, I'm a cat woman. <laughs> I'm worried already. I've I'm, locked in a room with you and Hannah. Where's this going to end up? <laughs> On a farm. Yeah. <laughs> I know about your love of alpacas. Yeah, well. yeah. Oh, we haven't got enough time to get into that no, tonight, definitely. No. I'm going to take my daughter on an alpaca walk because it's just amazing. Anyway, so yeah, I've been working from home since March last year and I just found I was going a bit stir crazy. All of the rules were about running with one person at one point. So I was literally organising a run for every night of the week with a different person, which probably went against all of the rules that you should do because I was seeing different people, even though it was, you know, separately. Um, And then we had the dark evenings as well. And if you're going for a run on your own in the dark evenings, there's like the safety aspect that you shouldn't have to worry about, but you do. Yeah. Um, so I started saying to my husband, come on, will you please come for a run with me? It's mm. six o'clock, it's dark outside, I really need to run. He's not a runner. <laughs> I started saying to my children, please, will you come for a run? They're not runners either. So when the rule of one came in, I was just really relieved to be able to get out and run. But I know a lot of my girlfriends were still struggling. Yeah. Um, I struggled. I think I'm a fairly level-headed person. People talk about mental health. Yeah. And I think of it in the same capacity as physical health. I think I've got good mental health, as well as my physical health being good. But I was starting to struggle. Yeah, it's interesting that the working from home bit because everyone's almost been forced into it. And I know, I know a lot of a lot of workplaces are not making everyone come back. How now have you been working from home? It's, it's, it's a different dynamic, isn't it? It. it... It's very it's a strange one for me because obviously I was in on maternity leave when in the at the beginning of the pandemic. But historically, I've always worked from home. Yeah. Um. But I've always had the space to work at home with all of us home. It was a completely different ball game, and and I think this is where out like from my door camping came in when we were just like yeah. just get out and and I think uh, I think for the first time in a long time people have really recognised the importance of going out for your both physical and mental health and and I think we've got the pandemic to thank for that I mean it's, we haven't got a lot to thank you for but I think things like that and and I was going to say earlier like sometimes 
you just want to go for a jog and a chat, don't you? Yeah. And I think that's really... And I don't think we capture enough data around that or enough... Well, you can't really, but, like, I always say about the bottling of feelings when you run, that if we could bottle it, we'd be millionaires by now. We'd be doing this podcast from Barbados, I imagine, but... <laughs> Barry Bados, even. Barry Bados, I know. Um, yeah, we can't travel. <laughs> but I do think, and I think we underestimate how therapeutic and how medicinal a run and a chat can be. Because, again... I always say, when you're running with someone, you might say things that you wouldn't necessarily say when you're face-to-face with someone having a coffee. I don't know whether it's the eye contact or the fact that you've, like, physically exerting yourself. I, I'm not quite sure. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's really important. So when we saw you guys doing this, I was like, this is right up our street. This yeah. is brilliant. You yeah. share more on a run, do you, than you do normally? Is, I, that, is that right? I, I'm op- we all do know I'm an right? open book. Yeah. But there's <laughs> things I've said running with people that I probably would never say if we'd gone for a cup of tea or if we were in a pub or schoolyard is the only place I see people these days. But I agree completely. Yeah. There are friends I've had since I was little that, know me but they don't know the details that my runner friends know about yeah when you're running and you talk about your um i don't know you you're just general health yeah your your woman health yeah especially being my age now the woman of a certain age menopause and the amount of older women who are going through all these different stages of their life and they've got all of those symptoms when you're running i was gonna say it all comes out literally You talk about everything and I've learned so much off other women and hopefully when I'm running with somebody else and they say this or that, I'm able to then pass that on plus my experience as well. It's been lovely. Yeah. And I wish more men then would do that. We've got um, a couple of colourful characters in our Vale Runners group. They know who they are when I say that. (laughs) And um, they really took the mickey out of the whole girls going out for a chog. And, you know, why is it a woman thing? They were only taking the mickey. It wasn't anything serious. Um, but it's absolutely, I think, that men should take up yeah. the, the idea of it and get together a men's chog. We've got a few men who want to come back to running and are not yet able to join the main session. Um, and to- I think they should talk. I think they should get together and not be worried about what times they're doing or whether the route is fast and flat or whatever it is. I think it should start at the pub and end at the pub so that they can carry on their talk when they get to the pub afterwards yeah. and let it all out. Yeah. I guess, is, is, that, is that the idea behind it? I'm, I'm guessing. Because like, you, you mentioned earlier, like, during, during lockdown, you're saying, will you go out for a run with me? Will you go out for a run with me? And, yeah. then, and then you're not getting much success. Is it... Will you go on a jog with me? Will you go, will you go out? I, I just want to chat with you. We might do some jogging as well, rather than sometimes the word run can be a bit. That word, that word. <laughs> For people who don't classify themselves as runners, yeah. also, and, and we get asked that a lot what is a runner? It's like, yeah. Well, don't know you can't really everybody's can't a really runner do, yeah really it's just people who don't run yeah do you so. put do you put your trainers on and move a bit faster than you do when you walk yes bingles there's your answer i can't walk i'm i'm an awful walker one of the girls gainer will tell you that um that we're doing a run walk sometimes yeah and she walks like a demon like, an, like there's something like there's an alsatian behind her she walks with purpose yeah i don't <laughs> I really don't. I'm short. I'm only five foot one. I tell people I'm five foot two, but I'm only five foot one, and I walk like a snail. So while she's walking with purpose, I'll have to run next to her, and it is 
a bouncy job. Yeah. It definitely is just a bouncy it's job. It's interesting yeah. walking, isn't it? Because I, I think about some people I know who, can, who, who in the past have run really fast and then they walk really slowly. And you're like, can't you walk a little bit quicker? <laughs> and it's almost like that mindset, like, I'm either running or I'm walking. Yeah. It's like, there's no in-between. It's like, if I'm yeah. walking, I'm walking slow. And I'm like, or I'm going to run and that's going to be that's going to be quicker. Yeah, I can definitely, I can run as fast as you want. Well, not as fast as you want me to run, but I, I can run at a fair pace. But mostly I prefer to run slowly <laughs> and talk. Is there any, just, I'm just interested in how you set it up. Is it literally just going out, having a chat? Or do you try and theme it? Do you try and talk about certain things? I know you mentioned some of the, some of the themes that you might want to want to talk about. But I know I know some, some other clubs, when they've done bits in the past, they've sort of said, you know, we're going to talk about whatever it is. It might be money, it might be whatever, just so, so people can get stuff off their chest. If they, I'm going to take feel, that. Feel, yeah, it's quite a nice idea, that is, yeah, Chris. Yeah. A themed chog. A themed <laughs> yeah. chog. But, it, but it, might, it might be, you don't need that, to be honest. It might be like, you just get everybody together. But it, it might, might be an idea to think about what, what, what topics, just, just so you can start bringing yeah. some topics to the, yeah. to the table. That is a good idea. Maybe cover things that people don't want to talk about and maybe they're struggling to get it out, I don't know. But the, the, the chog initially was, I had such success. It was the opposite of what you just said, actually. I had such success that I was literally like a running tart. I had a different <laughs> person every night of the week running. Yeah. And then I was maybe having to book my calendar two weeks in advance to be able to fit everybody in who wanted to run. Um, and then I noticed through seeing all the different women, especially that I was running with, I was running with men as well, but the different women I was running with, there seemed to be a theme when we were talking, I, I won't say too much because I don't want to, you know, give in to people's innermost thoughts, but I could see that some people were struggling. And I know I started to struggle, yeah. as I say. So when then the rule came in that we could run with more people, and we've had so many rule changes now that I can't even remember how many we were allowed to run with. But because of my LERF status, I just thought, well, I can have 12 people if yeah. I want. Yeah. And so even though we can't go to the pub and we can't sit more than six of us around a table at the moment even back then I think it was probably different it was less than that and I thought why don't we just go out and I'll take everybody for a run and it was that's when I thought well actually I might get into trouble for that but we can jog yeah um and it might get people who don't run to run um it but it was mostly people from my running community who turned up um and it was great. It was lovely. It was just an excuse to have a laugh, see faces we hadn't seen. We weren't allowed to hug, and I'm a hugger. I'm a proper hugger, so I really struggled. Um, so I saw these faces that I hadn't seen for such a long time, and I kept away from them. I didn't touch them at all. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be surprised by that. Um, some of them will be relieved by that. They probably made up COVID. COVID's yeah. a whole scam just to keep me away from people. Um, yeah, and we just... We organised it one night, we went out, we enjoyed it, we just poodled along, you know, we, and we thought, right, we'll stop at the end of the street and then we'll maybe swap, we'll have a photo. We saw a horse a couple of weeks ago in somebody's front driveway. I've seen that on Instagram. And it was like <laughs> so half funny. of the girls who'd gone off down the hill were like, what are you talking about? There was a horse. And we were like, oh, you're running too fast that's what, Yeah. That's what, that's what happens when you're talking, you, you get distracted, you, you, you don't notice what's going they on. They were talking you. too much, but they weren't slow enough. Right, exactly. <laughs> so I told them to slow down. I mean, is it is it that formal? So the, you, know, you mentioned trying to come together every kilometre or so. Is it that formal or do you just fairly relax? We're going to run up to, to here and then, then all, all regroup? Or, and, well, because uh, I'm a good planner, as you know. I know that already. Because of my 
coaching, running fitness training. I've had such a good trainer that I know oh, my sessions. Oh, don't know. Don't tell him this. Yeah. <laughs> Look at his little face <laughs> like that then. Oh. What would that be? Oh. <laughs> Here we it's go. It's to meet you for the first time this evening. <laughs> <laughs> I know from my training that I'm planning my routes. I always plan my routes anyway. Um, I don't necessarily say this is bang on 5K. I'll say it's 5K-ish. Some nights we've done 6K with a massive hill. And again, it's so relaxed that it's just like, well, we'll just walk up here then. But I do try and get everybody to stop at either a certain point where we know we might get lost or a kilometre mark, just so the person who is maybe running at the back doesn't feel like they're you know sticking out like a sore thumb it yeah, shouldn't be everyone's like waiting for them and, and yeah that, yeah and that's what the feedback i had a lot of the women said in a normal running session where we're running five or ten k or doing hills or sprints or whatever they would normally think i'm not going because i'm going to be at the back and they feel really intimidated by that um, some of the women said they only came to the chog because it wasn't a session. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's that's the informal nature of it, isn't it? In terms of, in terms of, if you if you say it's a run or it's a session or it's like people people sometimes like, well, I don't want to do that, and it's like, or there's a bit of pressure added added mm. pressure on it just by the by the nature of what you call it. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm interested in that whole. Oh, when you, when you meet up and swap, and did you get anyone who doesn't want to swap? Who's like, yeah. you know, I'm, just, I'm already thinking in my mind. You know, my mind works. It goes, it goes, it goes a million miles an hour. You know, is this is this some sort of some sort of? It's not we like have, a wife swapping. We have mixed swapping. <laughs> you know, like, you know, Everybody put their garments in the bowl. <laughs> well, that's it. It's like putting the keys in the fishbowl, isn't it? No, we don't say. I I jokingly say when we stop at the kilometre mark I say right swap partners laugh you know we're all joking about it you know sometimes people don't we run with who we're comfortable with and if they want to carry on running with whoever they're in the middle of a conversation with then carry on I try to swap if I can I try to make sure that nobody is on their own because we do still have people who might be further ahead on that kilometre um so we did have one week where somebody was left on their own and they came to me afterwards and said, I really love the chog, but I was on my own. And they weren't complaining or yeah. saying yeah. it in a negative way at all. But I just had to remind people to look behind them when they were running and just make sure there was nobody on their own. Yeah. I think this is one of the most difficult things as a leader sometimes is is keeping everybody in those like barriers or safety yeah. barriers. Cause sometimes you just are on your own on you yeah. like I've been on my own sometimes and and I think like when we do the the leadership in running fitness a lot of the things I get back they they always ask well how do you keep everybody together and I think it's just about being mindful isn't it absolutely and this is where the kilometre stop thing really works lots of clubs offer a chatty run and they'll say we offer a chatty run we're going out for 5k but they won't stop yeah. so the tail runner will end up being the only person with that yeah. runner at the back for the whole time. Yeah. And then that person at the back is basically going for a run with one other person. So and there's nothing wrong with that. And some people do like to run on their own. I've been on session nights where I know there are some faster people and there's some slower people. I'm not running it in my lurth capacity. But actually, I want to do my utmost that night. So I would prefer to run on my own so that nobody wants to chat with me yeah. or me chatting with other people <laughs> is more the thing. Um, and I, then I can put my focus on my run and I can get out of breath and, you know, really go for it. 
but the purpose of this is, I suppose it's a bit like a couch to 5K I, I just without think, calling it a couch to 5K. I just think it's lovely as well to have that one option in the week when sometimes if you are training for something specific and you are grafting, to just, you know, turn the watch off, meet yeah. the girls and just go for your chat, isn't yeah. it? I think yeah. that's great. I think and it's lovely. One of your podcasts as well, you said where you were going for a naked run. And I thought, what well, you yeah, going to yeah. talk Easy about now, now going without her watch? But you didn't. It was actually a naked run, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I know she was. I signed myself up to these things. I don't know what's going on. But I would like to do that as well and do a yeah. naked run, which is just no going watch. without your Garmin. Yeah. Um, and mostly on a chog, I forget. Because we stop every kilometre, I forget to start it again. So most of my chogs are not recorded. Yeah. <laughs> and I, th- I think we do get wrapped up in the stats, you know, yeah. especially when you're a bit further along in the in the running journey. You do get wrapped up with because I like I went for a run a couple of weeks ago and I my watch had gone dead. And I was thinking, oh my goodness, it's not gonna you know track me, I'm not gonna have these stats. And I thought, blinking egg, you know, I'm I'm no athlete. Yeah. <laughs> They're really not important. As long as I feel okay when I get back, then I've done I've done what I've set out to do. Yeah, and I think yeah. you know. Have you ever seen Gary House on Instagram? That's a plug for Gary House. He's brilliant. He, he... frightens me a bit. <laughs> you know him. <laughs> not really. He frightens me though. Right, okay. He's like proper coach Gary, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. But he says when he forgets his he did a post the other week when he forgot his Garmin what am I going to do? And so it was a reel of him running back and forth in a lane. And when he didn't have the elevation he wanted, he took his watch off and he was just (laughs) throwing it up and down in the air. It was brilliant. But I think, yeah, we are all addicted to Garmin, to Strava. There's plenty of other ones out there. Yeah. Um, And we've got to start forgetting. You're just caught up in that world and you're forgetting that like some of the best runs I've had are the ones where I've just spoke to the girls yeah. or spoke to whoever I'm running with or, yeah. or, or seen this beautiful place, which... Yeah, it's really, it's really dialing everything back and everything that you'd normally... It's almost like the opposite of what you'd normally do. Normally, yeah. you'd charge your watch, you'd do this, you'd, you'd go up and you'd meet, you'd do a session, whatever. This is just about... It's just meet on wherever we're going to meet, yeah. whatever corner yeah. we're going to meet. Gonna and, s- and we're going to stop and chat. And, yeah, and I was going to say as well, when you were saying about the, during the pandemic and you could only meet up with one person and you were... I think we were grasping at things yeah. as well. And I think this is where running has come in for a lot of people, that they wanted to just do something and see someone. And I think this is where a lot of people just started running yeah. because that's what we were allowed to do. Yeah. And because um, I was going to say, like, the, the amount of people we saw, we did a lot of walking. I've got two little girls and we did a lot of walking during the summer of 2020. And the amount of people out on the Taft Trail and things was brilliant. Mm. And I do think it's it was... You know, it was about grasping that that social contact because we couldn't go to the pub and we couldn't go to the cinema and we couldn't meet our friends at soft play. Yeah. So you were being physically active, and I think I think it's got again another thing to be thankful for. Yeah. Well, one of the rules, wasn't it, was from Mark Drakeford, was go out and exercise. That's yeah. The only thing that's the only reason you could leave your house. Yeah. Was exercise, and so for the first couple of months, I was running down to Barry Island, which has been now for the last couple of weeks and months has been packed with people and you can't go down there for a run because the more people are there, the more you're dodging left yeah. and right. But at the beginning, it was like tumbleweed. Yeah. It was brilliant. You'd be doing a sprint down the prom and you wouldn't yeah. come across a poodle chasing you at all. And it was brilliant. that was another thing. I think people's confidence grew because there was no one watching mm. them run. Yeah. They weren't going to running clubs. They weren't going to running groups. They were literally 
downloading the Couch to 5K app and going, weren't yeah, they? And it yeah. was the amount of people I follow on Instagram the last couple of months that have started in lockdown and now doing, like, superbly well in their running. It's, yeah. it's great. And that's some of it as well. It's getting out, isn't it? I still struggle after having been running now for lots of years, maybe six years this year, continuously running. Um, and even this week, I struggle... If I haven't got a run planned, I struggle to get out the door. Like, oh. I'm very... I'm a confident person, as you see. I don't stop talking. Um, even though I said, oh, I don't know if I can talk for long enough. <laughs> I can talk for long enough. Um, but I struggle to put on my running gear and go outside the house and have somebody look at me and think, what's she doing in a lycra? Where's she yeah. going? And so that's another thing about the job. We're all together. It's safety in numbers. Yeah. We all look the same because yeah. we're all in pink or we're all in you know, lime, we look like a load of highlighter pens going for a run, <laughs> but then you don't have to worry about being poked fun at because you're all doing it together. Yeah, yeah, and this is this is big news at the moment as well, isn't it? The safety in numbers for women because of what they, they go in through when they go for a run, and that's across the board, that's athletes down to our social runners yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So. But not just women, men as oh, well. Oh, yeah, yeah, it... Uh, Oh, we could talk about that all day. I know. Yeah, and again, it would be a different kind of podcast. But yeah. so, yeah. so where, where do you see it going then? We've got, we've got, we've got the chug, we've got the chug at the moment. Um, I've already thrown a couple of ideas at you. Know? I we've know. Got, we've got, we've, we're mixing it up a little bit. We've, I'm thinking men's... fancy dress when you see the scenes. I was thinking cowboys. <laughs> Cowboys and India. I was thinking, what chatting about certain things? You know, let's, let's, let's talk about this. But hey, we can do fancy dress. That's not a problem. Not a problem. Don't know, fail runners. Yeah. They love to dress up. That's just yeah. the men. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, you know, this is all still pretty new. The chog is pretty new. And as I was saying to Hannah um, the other week, it was like we've had so many women come forward that because our numbers were limited to thirty, there was one week where we actually had to make, well, there's two weeks actually, we had to put together a waiting list because we had so many oh, women come to us. that's great. And on Facebook, which is where you can contact us, we're actually a relatively small membered group. We've maybe got just over 300 members, which is really quite small compared to other groups that have got yeah. thousands or a thousand or so. But lots of them just sit and watch and they're thinking that hopefully one day those sit and watch people will come out and run. Yeah. But the likelihood is they've joined and they're not going to actually come out the door with you. We're hoping that with the smaller membership, we know there are people who actually want to come out and join. Yeah. That, you know, it, it will be, a, I don't know, a richer experience. I don't know what it is, but you've got people who are like-minded. Yeah. It's a snowball effect though, isn't it? You know, the people will see you on your chog and, and think, oh, I might get involved with that. And and then there's lots of the, the well, snowballing. We, we had, um, we stumbled across a photo shoot at Porth Kerry the other oh, week. Oh, I've seen this. <laughs> I won't go into too much detail. It was a photo shoot. And the photographer, in fairness, he was really a good sport because there was like 30 of us stood up on the pebbles um, at Porth Kerry Beach, all posing for photographs. And I had my camera kind of rests up against a pebble, which had a tuft of grass in front of it. I found out when I went home and looked at the photo. And we were saying to the photographer, come on, come on over and take our photo for us. And we were only messing around. But he did say, oh, if you give me your number, I'll send you the photos. I was thinking, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to pull my husband. I didn't think that at all. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was a brilliant night. The girl who he was actually photographing, 
then contacted me and said, can me and my mum come out for a run with you? Oh. And I was like, yeah, of course you can. She said, how much is it? Oh. And I was like, it's free. It was just... Just come out, just message us. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been really good. I think that's what it's about sometimes. Like you mentioned those people that are in, might be in the group and, and have not yet gone out for a run or just watching from, from afar. It's actually, the more stuff that you do, the more social you can make it, the more the likelihood it is they're going to go, do you know what, I can, I can get involved in that. And and that's their first sort of lacing up, lacing up, the, uh, lacing up the trains and getting out the door. And that's, that, yeah. that's the first step. And I think once people do that and enjoy it and have a, have a, have a bit of a chat and a bit of fun. It only takes that one time to go as well, doesn't it? Once you've broke yeah. that initial panic yeah. that, oh my God, I'm going to be out of, like a fish out of water and yeah. I'm going to be left behind and all the, I say cliche, I don't mean it in, in, a, in that type of way, but all those cliched thoughts that goes through absolutely everybody's head when they start something new. Yeah. Once they've done that, it's great then. And it's hard being the one person on your own, isn't yeah. it? Suddenly turning up to a running group. I've done it when I started running. I turned up a bit silly, actually, but I turned up to an affiliated running group because I didn't know there was such a thing as social running groups. Yeah. So this was only 2015, but I thought I signed up for the London Marathon for Clamai. Um, and I thought, right, and now I need to join a running group because I need to learn how to run. And I thought affiliated, I didn't, I didn't know what the difference between affiliated and non-affiliated was. I just wanted a running group. So you get on Google, you Google your local running club, and that's an affiliated club. And even though I enjoyed my time with them, they trained me really well. Um, and I've made lifelong friends there as well. It w- I just didn't realise it wasn't a social thing. They were very training-focused and sometimes I'd come home because maybe I didn't run very well and I'd be a little bit disappointed. But then when I found a social running group, I came home and my husband said, there's like a marked change. You yeah. Know, you come home that night, you come home and you're smiling and you're laughing and you're saying how much fun you had. Yeah. But on your strict training nights, you're coming home and you're going, oh yeah, well I didn't do the hill as well yeah. as I wanted to do it. And this is, and I always sing this all the time, or I don't actually sing it because I can't sing, but you know what I mean. Um, there's a place for both, isn't there? Yeah. And there's, you know, in the ideal world, everybody would sort of start in a social running group and then when they find that they're very good at running, that they move to an affiliated or when they want to step it up a gear, they move to an affiliated. And I always think that's really important to to get across that there is room for absolutely both everybody, and yeah. both um set up so equally as important absolutely so absolutely if you've got an event that you're training for i think being in an affiliated group they know what they're doing yeah they've got experience because yeah. most of their members have been there and done it yeah. before and it might be those people who've trained up like i'm hoping that i pass in october to be a coach that can give you the pitfalls and give you some tips not so much about running form and, yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that, but, you know, tell you the things that you don't know, you know, when you go to the start. Yeah, sharing, sharing those experiences. Yeah, isn't it? absolutely. Yeah. Make sure that your laces are double-tied. That was the best tip that somebody's ever told me. You're not going to get that from everybody, are you? So, yeah, and like I said, it's important that there is this wealth of knowledge across the board for people. So. Yeah. So, Vale Runners, how do, we, how do we get involved? If you want to go for a, go, go for a chalk, it's not close to, to Vale Runners, is it? Or is it, is it, is it fairly open? It's you, fairly you open. Look, look, you up on the, look you up on the socials? Yeah, so Vale Runners is on Facebook. Um, it is, I think, probably a closed group, so you have to click to join it. Um, but that just takes one of us, there's about five run leaders there who will take a look at you, 
not take a look at you. <laughs> you sure. look good in a tutu. <laughs> Come and join. You're learning a lot about rattle runners. Yeah. Across the photographers on, on, on I've been on right move to see if we can move down, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll just check out that you're joining for the right reasons, that you're joining because you want to run. Yeah. And we've got to look after the safety of our group as well. Yeah. Um, on Instagram, I'm the Instagram queen for Vale Runners. That's Vale underscore runners. They can come to our Run Wales because we share all your stuff because you tag us in all the stuff. So we're very grateful for you that. Know what? And if we go out on a chog night, you probably get about 25 tags. And I do, I do. apologise. I do. <laughs> I do apologise. Usually about 11 o'clock in the night as well. <laughs> but um, as well as our socials, we've got our other members who have got their Instagram pages who they love to share all the different capers mm. that we get up to. Like I say, some of the women found the horse some didn't um <laughs> we and, and i want to thank as well some of the girls who really helped because on the chog i don't even though i plan the route i ask them where they want to go so they're very involved yeah. in the sessions it's not about me being a run leader and i'm telling them where they're going how long they're going to run for and everything i put a message into a group of existing choggers if i'm allowed to say that easy now <laughs> and I say, where do you want to go tonight? We're going down routes in Barry that maybe you wouldn't necessarily walk on your own. Yeah. Um, so my front runners, Lisa Williams and her daughter Caitlin, are amazing, as are Suzanne and Linda, who basically route my my runs for me, and then I map them out and I make sure we're going in the right distance, in the right yeah. direction, and everybody's safe and everybody knows where they're going. So. Yeah, look out for all Proper teamwork there yeah, over in the Vale. Absolutely. Marvellous stuff. And a big shout out to Slamai as well because they really encourage. And I want to get back to doing our Friends of Slamai as soon as we go back to the office, whenever that is. So you can look out for Friends of Slamai as well. Marvellous stuff. Well, thank you so much for coming in. Yeah, amazing. Thanks very yeah. much. That's been great. And uh, we'll uh, start sharing when it's out. Lovely. Thanks very much for having me. Thank you. Once again, thank you so much for listening. I hope we've inspired you a little bit. Like we said, do check out Iron Wales for further information and come and say hello at Iron Wales on our socials. Keep running.